This is a library podcast. I'm Troy. I'm Tish. And today we're joined by Paula Deanda Shaw, who is our STEM Center coordinator. Hello. Hi. Thanks for Thanks coming. for having me. Um, we are really happy to have you and would love to hear a little bit about um, your role as the STEM Center coordinator and what the STEM Center is. Sure. Um, so the STEM Center initiative began about three and a half years ago, uh, where a group of faculty and um, our assistant dean came together. And really, I just called everyone together and asked that I was interested in holding some sort of STEM events for our students and the community, and if they wanted to brainstorm together what that might look like. And we all got together, and in that discussion, we learned so much about what everyone was doing around campus that we hadn't really known. Um, so just it was really powerful to all be in the same room having this discussion. And one of the big takeaways was that we really needed to have a STEM center, um, something that really uh, had a focus of bringing these cross-disciplinary um, faculty, staff, students together uh, to work on initiatives together. Um, so the STEM Center is not actual physical location. It's more of an initiative to really bring um, our faculty, our students together to provide cross-disciplinary, diverse um, opportunities for our faculty and our students as well as the community. Um, also to have almost an umbrella for everything that's taking place um, across campus. One of the things that we realized is there's so many initiatives that take place that, you know, the math department leads or our technology departments lead or, you know, everyone's kind of leading different things. Um, but there isn't a whole lot of always of knowledge from the cross uh, departments of what's taking place and also how we can actually collaborate together to provide more comprehensive uh, maybe opportunities and experiences. Could you define the term STEM for us? I think it's pretty common, yeah. but there may be some people out there that don't know what that is. Sure. Uh, so STEM is an acronym for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Um, we, um, you know, use STEM, but um, there's a lot of places that really focus more on STEAM not necessarily just STEM as well. So that's important too, because you might see that as well. Um, and what the STEAM does is it adds the A, which represents the arts as well. Okay, so pulling in the creative side. Not that Absolutely. all of STEM is creative also. Absolutely, yes. It just seemed like a natural, um, again, that natural collaboration. Mm -hmm. Do you have some examples of programming that like the STEM Center has initiated or things that you're particularly proud of um, that have happened over the last three years? Sure. Um, so some of the big initiatives that we had proposed to the foundation early on when we were proposing the STEM Center was that we thought it was important to have a website um, where we could put um, a STEM events calendar so that all these different STEM activities that take place, um, students, faculty, staff, the community could go to one central location to find out what it is that's taking place related to STEM on campus. Um, another big event that was important to us was creating an outreach event, um, and we have now held three STEM expos. Um, the STEM expos typically take place in April, um, in April or in the spring, and we invite our district seventh graders to come out to Moraine, and we expose them to a diverse STEM um, activities while they're here. They get uh, three to four small group sessions with either a faculty member or uh, a community presenter professional and and it's just a day of a, of a lot of learning hands-on and fun 
and really exposing them to what Moraine Valley has to offer. So for Moraine Valley students who wanted to get involved or interested in STEM activities, what kind of activities are there for them? There's actually uh, various different um, opportunities for students to get involved. Um, and I'll let my colleague kind of share about some as well. Um, but um, we have various different student clubs on campus um, that are STEM related. Um, I specifically am the faculty advisor along with Neil Kirkpatrick uh, for the STEM club. Um, and again, one of the purposes of the STEM club, uh, similar to the STEM center, is to serve as an umbrella for students that are interested in diverse areas of STEM to really be able to kind of come together, work together, and uh, host events that really bring in the expertise from different areas. Um, and can you share a little bit about the events that you've done? Sure. So, for example, last year, um, some of the activities that we had is we had students visit the cadaver lab that Moraine Valley has, um, which was a really unique, neat experience for our students because um, there aren't very many institutions in Illinois in general that have a cadaver lab. So for Moraine Valley to actually have that, that's pretty special. And many of the students don't get to experience that because you have to be in advanced anatomy level classes to, to really be in the cadaver lab. So... Um, we had a few of the professors that shared, uh, gave the students that experience, which was really nice. We also visited the plant and animal room. Um, so the students got to meet Sheldon, uh, which was, uh, you know, highlight, cool. which is our tortoise um, here at Moraine Valley. Um, some other events, we met with Professor Langelier and we uh, worked with Lego Robotics. So the students got to build and also program um, their robots. Um, the STEM club also assists with the planning of the STEM expo that we hold in the spring. So they were part of facilitating some of the activities, the sessions, volunteering for the day, which was really neat for, for them to have an opportunity to give back in that way as well. And then we also have um, more kind of in-house meetings where, you know, we meet in the union and we have topics that they bring to the table. Each time we meet, it's a different topic from a different discipline of the STEM areas. And, you know, we usually have a hands-on activity, get a chance to socialize, come together. Um, so it's a really nice, fun time, and it's a diverse group of students that participate. So we're always welcoming more. That's Excellent. great. Excellent. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, thanks for sharing all your great work that you do. Yeah, thank you. We're joined now by Rob Schwinn, who is a faculty member from Integrated Systems Technology, and his title is Engineering Technology Instructor, and he's also the coordinator for the Robotics Club. So would you start off by telling us a little bit about the classes that you teach? Like if a student were to be in one of your classes, what would they be learning about? Sure. I teach several types of classes. Uh, the main types of classes I teach are electronics. I teach uh, basic electronics, uh, semi-advanced electronics, uh, also controls. So controls is uh, what you would find in machinery. So this is kind of like the background of what's happening inside a machine to make that machine run. So controls would be a PLC, which is a controller. It's basically a computer that, like I said, controls a machine. Um, I also teach industrial controls, which is similar to what I just said, except without the computer. <laughs> um, it's kind of a more basic, if you have a machine that just runs, there's just industrial controls behind it. If there's a machine that does a lot of different things, there's probably a computer inside running the show. Uh, I also teach uh, CAD, 
over in our drafting department. And uh, I think most people know what CAD is. It's basically like making blueprints right. uh, or designs for machines. Uh, that's the main classes that I teach right now. Fantastic. Could you tell us a little bit about the robotics club? Sure. Uh, our robotics club, we, uh, we talk a lot about robotics, of course. Uh, the previous year, uh, we actually built a underwater ROV, so it's a remote-operated vehicle. Uh, it's a remote control. Uh, it's made out of PVC uh, using pretty basic parts. It does have a camera on it, uh, several propellers, and it's made to uh, go underwater and do missions. Uh, missions could be uh, retrieving something underwater, just uh, doing an inspection underwater. People use ROVs to inspect the bottom of boats, to inspect propellers, um, to inspect, uh, inspect bridges. Uh, some of the underwater stuff behind that, it's uh, cheaper and safer than sending someone in scuba gear down to look at something. They could just go and dump a, a robot inside the water and run that underneath uh, very quickly and see what's going on down there. Um, they have ROVs that, uh, like I said, they, they do operations underwater, and uh, that's a lot less expensive and safer than sending someone down. Uh, to do that manually. So when when students put this to work, how does that look for the club? Like you come, is it a kit or you come with instructions and you guys go to Home Depot and buy the PVC and go to work? Uh, some of the PVC did come, in fact come from Home Depot. <laughs> and we're, uh, we're not sponsored by Home Depot. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny you just mentioned that. I was thinking about it. That's where I bought it. Um, so initially it did uh, come as a kit that was from... Uh, uh, that was from the Shedd Aquarium. Uh, there was an event that uh, Panos uh, went to over there. He's one of our assistant deans, right? Yes. Yes. And um, uh, they, or he bought this kit, and uh, we had to buy everything else, the frame for it, which was basically PVC. Uh, the kit came with a case, uh, joysticks, a controller, a monitor, camera, motors, propellers, and we had to build everything else. And... Um, uh, this one is more for clean water, uh, basically inside swimming pools. Uh, they have a mate competition um, every year. Uh, we didn't get it done in time uh, for the one this year. Uh, I believe it happens in May. Um, but basically they have different skill levels depending on how advanced your robot is. And uh, uh, some of the skills are just reading a number, uh, taking measurements, uh distance and uh, water temperature uh, retrieving something from underwater bringing it up to the top um, everything that you can complete is points when they do this competition um, I believe they uh, it's usually hosted by uh, one of the colleges and it's done inside their pool mm -hmm. and cool. uh, uh, you know some of it's just navigating through hula hoops that they have underwater or PVC frames and if you can get your robot through certain areas, you get points for that. And uh, a lot of schools are doing it. Let's see. So for the robotics club, that is one part that we're doing, the ROV. Uh, like I said, we do a lot of other things. Uh, sometimes we'll watch a movie. Um, uh, iRobot uh, is one of the movies. <laughs> uh, we had a pizza night. Um, what else do we do? Uh Several students, they have their own robots, and robots could be anything from a little kit that they bought to something that they actually put together themselves from scratch. 
we talk about programming, Arduino microcontrollers are used a lot in uh, robotics. So, um, and students that are working on their own projects, if they come in, uh, I mean, this has been a hobby of mine for a while, and uh, there's a couple students, they would be stuck on something and they'd come in and we'd bounce the ideas around of how to solve their problem. Or if it's programming, we'd try to figure it out together and to get the programming to work right. How great. Um, it's kind of like the best kind of learning sometimes is mm -hmm. out of the classroom, not to, you know, right. classrooms are important, but sometimes tinkering it, around with friends, right. you learn so much. And, uh, it, you know, it's a low pressure environment. Uh, you don't have to get it done. You're not getting a grade. Of course, when we do the competitions, like I said, we were trying to push to to get this to happen but we we missed the date on completing uh, okay. our robot so hopefully next year we'll we'll get it together and uh, uh possibly get our robot entered in in the competition um if, if but, students were interested how would they learn about the robotics club uh let's see i don't know if a google search would come up definitely uh getting a hold of me uh, my email address here is schwin r it's s-c-h-w-i-e-n r at marinevalley.edu. Um, of course, just uh, coming into the T building, uh, a lot of the instructors, everyone's helpful and can point you in the, in the right direction. Um, we usually have posters set up uh, towards the first couple weeks of the semester that uh, tell you what room and what time our robotics club's going to meet. Uh, usually we're doing uh, once a week meetings. There's a number of different kinds of opportunities for students interested in STEM. Could you mention maybe just a couple of the other clubs that are on campus? Sure. There's several clubs that are intertwined into the STEM umbrella, or I should say under the STEM umbrella. Uh, one is, of course, the, the engineering club that's very similar to the robotics club, except they do a more broader range of engineering. Um, we've actually been talking about uh, getting those two clubs together, robotics and engineering club. The engineering club is headed by Panos, uh, which is our assistant dean in the T building. Um, he's very approachable, super friendly, and very knowledgeable. Uh, we also have the math club that... Um, I haven't worked with, but in engineering, all engineering, you're going to be doing some kind of math, even if it's basic math. Uh, even our electronics, uh, we do some algebra for doing calculations. And uh, the math club is something that I'd like to get into. Uh, like I said, when we're working with microcontrollers, it's a lot of calculations and uh, figuring out how far a robot needs to go, how much current is needed to run the motors. Um, there are calculations that happen that uh, you almost don't even think that's uh, necessary. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but each one of these clubs, uh, you know, we might even just have a big club day and have everyone get together. <laughs> That'd be Should great. Do. You know, while you mention it, I want to give a shout out because um, I know Brian Kurth does the, uh, the math club. He also works with us here in the library on our STEM lecture series where we bring professionals from the community in to talk about their jobs and how they got to those jobs um, as part of the, of the of a STEM field. So um, it's a great way for students who may not know about different professions and different opportunities um, to learn and, you know, uh, figure out how to get to those jobs. So um, we in the library just want to say thanks to Brian for all of his work on that too. So, okay, Rob, thank you so much for being here today. All right, you're very welcome. Glad to be here.